three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. This is episode number 104. Ladies and gentlemen, that means we are... Yeah. ...like three or four weeks Um, away from our two-year... Yeah. Anyways, this is At Odds with the Unbreakable Spirit... And the executioner Daniel Travas. Yeah, I'm the Unbreakable Spirit Matthew Smith. Why don't we run through the topic? Yes, topic number one. Topic number one is Impact Wrestling reverting back to total nonstop action. Topic number two. Topic number two is. WWE doing international premium live events. Number three. This is Sting's final run. But for now, it's me this week, so. That's wrestling is reverting back to TNA. And before you guys say anything, get your mind out of the gutter. It does not stand for Tintinus. Yeah, it doesn't stand for that. Despite how they use their knockouts for marketing. Or used to. It stands for total nonstop action. Yeah, for those of you who have been living underneath the rock. Yeah, the company was founded by uh, J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T. Yeah, great. Jeff Jarrett and his father. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's decided to go back to its roots, sort of. My, uh, My take on it is... Well, I admit is that when it went to Impact Wrestling, uh, it's been Impact Wrestling for quite a long time at this point. But I mean, because my thoughts is if it's going to be a TNA again, I'm just hoping that it's able to bring more eyes to that product. Yeah, and I've heard, like, they're bringing back the six-sided ring and all that. Like, when we say reverting, we mean they are reverting. I don't think I... uh, My honest take is... If you're gonna go... I mean, like, don't get me wrong. That is an interesting choice to go back to a six-sided ring. But at the same time, is that like the only thing I think that a six-sided ring would be useful for is if um, when you do like the call your shot gauntlet 
battle royal and you got like 15 or 20 men in the call your shot goblin match. Yeah. I will say some wrestlers that have worked for the six-sided ring prefer the four-sided. Yeah, I have heard that too. For a completely understandable reason. Yeah, but my question is, because I've also heard that they're going to bring back or redesign the championships, but my question is, what are they going to redecide the TNA title? Is it going to be like the one beforehand, or is it going to be the one like Bobby Roode, or uh, like the one that had you know the the you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, you're talking the, like are they going to go back to the classic titles and stuff like that, right? Yeah, uh, I was more of a, but I well, what I just to say this on the air. I was more referring to when they had the TNA, uh, when they had the, the championship that said, like, the TNA, you know, title. The one that looked like a world title before the whole redesign. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, I mean, uh, what's your thoughts on TNA going, on Impact Wrestling going back to TNA? I mean, hell. But they chose a hell of a pay-per-view to announce it at, honestly. Yeah, they're they're gonna announce it at they announced it at Bound for Glory, but they're not gonna go back to TNA until Hard to uh, Kill. Hard to Kill twenty twenty four. Yeah. Which honestly in my personal opinion, I'm kind of glad they're going back to TNA because, like, saying, like, Impact Wrestling, well, don't get me wrong, I am very, very much used to saying this is that. This is the third time on the podcast we've talked about Impact Wrestling. Yeah, what we do. But, I mean, because... My thoughts is if they're gonna like do it, um, like, what's gonna be different from this time going back to Impact Wrestling than and than the other times they've been Impact TNA? I mean, well, I'm not sure because we haven't seen the product yet. But from what I've read on Ringside News, which is where we learned about this, yeah. We got a side of source, dude. Mm, okay, anyway, continue. Uh, I've heard that Access TV, the uh, station that's on, is going to be listing it as TNA Impact Wrestling. Okay, so, that's strange. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like they're saying TNA Impact. Oh, and by the way, in case you don't know, it's, it's a wrestling TV show. It's like TNA, but like TNA, like damn, that, that, that's just a mouthful to say. Yeah, don't expect any more Impact Wrestling once it changes to that. But I mean, one thing I am wondering is this gonna be the return of the Impact Zone? 
You know what I what mean? You, when what you mean? When wasn't really mobile. Oh. Yeah. That is a good point. Oh, yeah. Are they going to have, like, a certain venue that that's where they're going to be from? That is actually a good question. I guess we'll find out next year, literally. But until yeah. then, we're yeah, topic two. Closer. We'll be back with topic two. Hello, everybody, and we are back with a topic uh, number two. Within with the WWE doing premium love events now overseas, and apparently the first. Overseas tour is going to take place in all the countries of the world. Belgium, Germany with Bash at Belgium, which will take place August 31st next year. Yeah, and WWE doing premium live events overseas. Not that rare if you think about it. Like, they've done mm. it for a few cases. A few Yeah, like, don't forget, we got uh, Elimination Chamber next year in Australia. Yeah, we've also had Super Showdown in Australia. Most that was a Crown Jewel events. Yes. And rumor is that backlash will be taking place in Paris. Which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, because my honest take is, don't get me wrong, that's going to be interesting to watch, but it's just, um, and I'm going to say this now, if Roman Reigns is champion after WrestleMania. That day will be historic. Yeah. Because if Roman Reigns is champion after WrestleMania and he's champion all the way till that, till uh, Bash in Belgium. That will be the day Roman Reigns turns Universal title reign will be four years will be a four year title reign. Which is insane. But I mean, okay, so let me ask you, let me put you on the spot because I think this is only a fair question. But where would where is a place that you think WWE overseas should do appeal a premium live event? Honestly, I would like to see one in Germany. Uh, that's what that's what they're doing. They are. Yeah, that's what Bastion Belgium is. It's in Germany. Oh right, right, right. Well, let, let me think then. Russia. Okay. Hey, I don't know. With all the shit going on over there. Ugh. 
Yeah, bro, I can't say Japan because there was Beast in the East. Mmm. True. I think a country that WWE could do on a pay-per-view in is Scotland. Yeah, that's fair. Or if not, if not in Scotland, um, another place overseas that I think honestly could handle a premium live event is um, no. Um, Mexico. Yeah, they've done stuff like that before. Like the the most recent backlash was in Puerto Rico, which I know isn't Mexico, yeah. but is a similar location. Yeah, go back. Yeah, go back to Puerto Rico again, or hell, um. Do another premium live event in London. Yeah, or bring it to China for some reason. Yeah. I I mean, like, don't get me wrong. WWE, the only thing that sucks for people that live in in America, and you know what I'm about to say is a fact, the only thing that sucked is it would be very, very early in the morning. Yeah, and I don't even like resting in my afternoon unless it's on a video game. <laughs> Fair enough. So I would probably be eating it during... I'd probably be eating dinner while watching a premium live event that aired earlier that day. Yeah. Because, man, don't get me wrong. If WWE, another, hey, hell, I know they've done, like, some beasts in the East, but maybe go back to Japan. Maybe do something different. Yeah, maybe have, uh, like, a Bash of the Beach in Hawaii or something. Ooh, that's a good, even though that is American. Yeah, but still, it's, (laughs) Is not on the main continent. True. Hell, do one in time. I know this is also owned by the U.S., but bring WWE to the Bahamas. Hmm. That's an interesting place. Uh, One more premium live event location that I could think of that I think would be interesting is honestly it's the country um eh fuck it Toronto Toronto Ontario Canada I mean Canada yes yeah uh, go yeah. to Canada they they've done 
some Canadian stuff, but that's a topic for a different episode. But for now, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back with topic. topic. There we go. We are back with the third and final topic. Sting is on his final run. Yeah. Sting announced a couple weeks ago, like a week ago, on on TNA, on AEW, that he will be not semi-retiring at at a revolution in 2024. He will be, he will be retiring. Retiring. Yeah, something Ric Flair apparently doesn't know the meaning of. Considering Ric Flair appeared on AEW this week. Yeah. My honest take is who should my honest question is this who do you think Sting should wrestle in his final ever match that is the question on every wrestling fan's mind or at least the ones that actually listen to this podcast. Yeah, um, because, no, okay. Some matches I would like to see before Edge hangs up. Honestly, there's only, like, one. Um, I would like to see Edge versus, sorry, Adam Copeland versus Sting. That's fair. Uh, but but if before Sting retires, honestly, I could see Darby Allen being his final opponent. Yeah, I mean, since you're taking the skater boy under his wing, yeah, put that kid on, and you know, like give. That kid, a big rub on his way out. Because, in my honest opinion, baseball bat. Yeah, but in my opinion, I think Sting, like um, hell, hell, I don't know, put over. I don't know, I. I honestly think Sting should put over a younger opponent. Hell. Um, If you want to increase MJF's heat, MJF's an option. Yeah. One more shot at a world title, and if he loses, he retires. Yes. Well, because I know Adam Cole, I know MJF is currently a babyface, which is weird. Weird, but if he just uh, but it does prove that MJF could work either side, yeah, because he's surprisingly a very good baby face. But that's a topic for another time. But if you want to turn MJF back to being a chicken shit heel, a really good heel, <laughs> yeah, then have him be the one to 
retire the icon. Yeah. And I and I also think that my, this is my quick pitch. MJF versus let's say M well because keep in mind that is if MJF even decides to stay in in AEW because by next year his contract is up. That is fair. So we could have like a double final match if it's if it's if his contract expires after Revolution. His contract, that you know, like his contract, literally expires the beginning of ne- of next year. Oh shit! Then he's gonna have to lose that title if he's leaving the company. <laughs> but okay, yeah. But if, like, let's say MJF stays and you turn him heel, do. Do a title versus career match. Make that the main event of your premium live event. Because in my honest opinion, you can't have Sting's final ever match. I This is might sound like a really hot take here. But I don't think Sting should be like mid card, semi main event. I think uh, when we get to Revolution 2024, I personally believe that Sting, when he has his final match, should be the main event. Yeah. And like, I feel like Sting's doing it. Better than Adam Copeland did with WWE. Like, it's not some random episode of Dynamite or Rampage or Collision. Like, no. It's not a pay per view. You are literally going to have people pay like 50, 60 bucks to see you hang up the trench coat. Yeah, that's fair because. You know what? What we're talking about, Edge, and I know that this is kind of going all over the place, but I'm kind of used when to this. doesn't it on this podcast? <laughs> okay, but fair, but, but, all right, I'll send my thoughts about Edge, but it's just, if MJ, um, I personally think that it either should be Darby Allen should be his final opponent, but I also think that um, Sting's final opponent, you know, whether it be someone that he has history with or whether it be a first-time-ever match, I think Ed should, well, whoever it is should, you know, I think whatever, who, well, basically what I'm saying is I think Sting's final ever professional wrestling match should be not mixed not like mid card but main event I wholeheartedly agree and we're probably going to return to this closer to revolution or something 
Yeah, and definitely. Then, roll, roll that outro. That outro. Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner. Edited by the Unbreakable Spirit. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six. You can follow me on Instagram at DanTravis21. And you can also follow me on the Twitter at DanTheExecutioner21. And you can follow the podcast at Adults Podcast. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussion. But until then, the Executioner and the Unbreakable Spirit will still be at odds. Thank you, losers.